0: Today, many students go to college with numerous questions about their faith, yearning to know if the seed planted in them as a child is both true and practical. Using the miracle on the road to Emmaus as a model, young adult ministers conversed weekly for three months with college students about the most pressing questions they had about the Catholic faith. As they journeyed together virtually, something amazing happened. Doubts disappeared. Fears faded, and Jesus revealed that He is still alive. Hearts Burning Within Us, the latest book from Patchwork Heart Ministry, is a result of that grace-infused conversation. It is the perfect back-to-school gift for recent high school graduates and current college students. Get your copy for them today at patchworkheart.org or by calling 424-704-3278. That's 424-704-3278. Welcome to the Sewing Hope podcast. This is a show all about implanting hope in our hearts. I'm Bill Snyder, joined by my friend Ann DeSantis. We're glad you're here for our uplifting conversation about faith and how it sustains our hearts through all the seasons of life. Thanks for walking with us.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Sewing Hope podcast on Patchwork Hearts Ministry. My name is Ann DeSantis. And this, for this podcast, I'm actually by myself this time around as my co-host Bill Snyder is on a vacation, but he'll be back soon. So we, we make a shout out to him and to his family and hoping that they're enjoying this week. And so on this show, on Sewing Hope this evening, we have an amazing guest. We have Liz Montigny. She is a Catholic wife, mother, and she is also a Ziegler life coach. And we're going to talk a lot about that. So. I want to welcome you. Thank you so much, Liz, for joining us.
2: Great to be here. Thank you so much, Anne.
1: Yes, there's so much to talk about. And um, this this podcast is all about faith. It's all about, as we say, sowing hope into broken hearts. And I think that the work that you're doing as a life coach, you're certainly helping people going from sort of feeling a little bit blah, like they need to have some kind of guidance with every aspect of their life, including their faith. Yeah, uh, and you're able to offer that through the services that that you do. But why don't we start out with you on a personal level? You're a wife, a mom uh, of of three. So tell us a little bit about yourself and
2: about your faith journey. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Uh, yes, yeah, so I am a wife and a mom to three boys. Uh, two go to Catholic school, and one I homeschool. Uh, it's just better for him. And uh, we live in Massachusetts. Uh, we always have and. Uh, but we do love to travel, and yeah, I'm I'm a cradle Catholic, um, as is my husband, and our faith is really important to our family. And um, you know, I think as we get older and grow, um, that faith deepens. And uh, just recently, actually at Pentecost, um, I was um, enrolled uh, in the Holy Spirit um so you know how there is different uh consecrations you know to mary and to joseph um they have one for the holy spirit and ever since then um he's been working overtime with me i think uh in planting you know these seeds here and there and ideas and just ways to to serve others and um you know be be an important part of the community and just build catholic catholic culture and community i love so
1: Yeah, you're doing an amazing job, and I just thank you so much. Um, Now, I did forget to do your bio at the beginning, but I would love to read it now just so that people can get some information more about you and the work that you're doing, is that Liz Montigny coaches Catholic women to go from daily chaos to simplicity so they can love life. She is a licensed Ziegler life coach, wife, mom to three boys, T, big earrings, living a non-toxic lifestyle. And creative evangelization are some of her other loves. You can find more about her at LizMontignyCoaching.com. I just love some of the things that you have in that bio. Uh, One of the things I love, and I think maybe you can talk about a little bit, is loving life. You know, isn't that important? Because I think we live in this world where things can become a little bit mundane for all of us, meaning we get up every day, we do our thing, we work, we make dinner, but sometimes for some of us, the joy becomes removed somehow. Yes, mm-hmm. And I know that that's a big part of who you are and even mm-hmm. why you do what you do. So tell us, what does it mean to you to love life, especially for those listening?
2: Yeah, great question. Um, and, and I think you kind of nailed it. And I, I, I think especially, especially for women and moms who may have a business of their own, or even if they're working outside the home, Or even if they are simply, you know, stay-at-home moms, which is not simple at all, but um, (laughs) I think we do go, sometimes we can get trapped in this um, mundaneness and not um, seeing the joy in the little moments. And sometimes we know there's more for us to do, but we feel stuck and, and we need some guidance to kind of break out of that. So for me personally, that meant um, when, you know, my, my boys were younger and I, I was building a business, uh, there was a lot going on and um, I wasn't taking care of myself. And as a result, I was not the best mom. And um, so I really needed to dig deep into um, my mindset and some of the habits that I had created for myself and really transform those bad habits to good habits. And I needed some guidance to do that. And when I looked for that, um, one of the things we ran into was, I mean, I met some great coaches, but, um, I always feel felt a little bit misaligned because I felt like I was missing that, that faith piece, which is so important to me. Um, so, you know, it was just important to me to be able to talk with somebody, you know, my own language about, you know, our faith and, and how that is such a big part of our lives. So given that and all the work that I was doing, and in the changes that I saw in myself from going from a reactive lifestyle to a proactive lifestyle, I just knew that there were other women out there who needed that. Um, And so I was like, let's do it. Let's become a coach and, and let's help others do what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, it's so true. I love that whole idea of proactive versus reactive. And I think that we can take that same concept to so many areas of our lives, you know, and I know that as Catholics and as people of faith and people who are open to the Holy Spirit, like you alluded to at the beginning with the consecration, uh, sometimes, and I've read this a lot that we need to wait for God. We need to be patient. We need to wait for him to work in our lives. And, and I do agree with that completely, but Mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with listening to God, right, so that you can be proactive about whatever it is, right, whether it be that you want your house to be a little more organized, or whether, you know, you want to go out and get some type of a job doing something, or a career, or ways that you're parenting your children, or the ways that you're following your faith. I mean, uh, proactiveness, I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily think is a negative thing. I think it's Mm -hmm. um, very positive, Mm -hmm. but we always have to remember to keep God at the very forefront of that, don't we? Yeah, you know, we have to keep God at the forefront. Uh, talk a little bit about this idea of the the non toxic lifestyle. I thought that was kind of fascinating in your bio too, because I'm definitely on board with you there. Yeah, and, uh, and I think it is a very positive thing in terms of, you know, living out the most healthiest life. You know, God wants us to be healthy. He wants us to absolutely. live in good environments where we can thrive. Where there's not a mess all over the place and we feel uncomfortable and lots of clutter and all that kind of stuff. So talk yeah. about that. What is, what does that mean to you to have that non-toxic lifestyle? Yeah.
2: yeah, And it's some of the things you just touched on Anna. it's, it's um, it's well, it's overall wellness. Um, so for me um, that means, you know, products we use products, we come into our home products, we put onto our bodies, um, are clean and pure as they can be. But even like you said, and, um, you know, decluttering, like, um, I was talking, uh, with a, a fellow coach of mine and, and she made a really good point, you know, clutter are unmade decisions, you know? So, what can you declutter in your life? Is that physical? That's usually the easiest place to start, you know? Um, and one of the, one of the spokes, if you will, on, on the wheel of life that I talk about in my coaching is the physical spoke. And it has everything to do with how persistent and consistent you are with fueling your body because our bodies are our engines and they impact you know, our performance in every area of life. And it's also, our bodies are a gift from God. So let's treat them that way. So what we're eating, what we're putting on ourselves, um, you know, how we're keeping our homes, it, it, it affects more than we think. And we just, it's important to be intentional in those areas, I think.
1: And it really is, I agree. And, and I think also, I'll just add on, on this note yes. about that. Um, when you're living in a family where there's the parents and the kids in the house, And maybe you have one person who's very, very neat and tidy and perfect in in that. And then you have some that like to collect and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. what I've learned, I don't know if you agree with this, is that, um, you know, we can never force people, right? I mean, I'm living in a home right now with my husband and I and two adult daughters, right? They're over the age of of 21, both of them. And, uh, And so I think as parents, what you can do is you can teach, you can guide, right? But- we can't always force. I don't know if yes. you agree on that one because not everybody is going to have that uh, non-toxic sort of like decluttering kind of mentality, right? I mean, it's
2: mm-hmm. different mm-hmm.
1: for all of us, but, um, but yeah, it's a good thing to think about though. I, I'm really glad you put that in your bio yeah. and I know there's a lot more to talk about. So we'll, we'll end that piece there. Right, on, right. Uh, but, but I do think that it was an interesting part um, and mm-hmm. I agree with you completely that of, of non-toxicity, right? Yeah. Uh, What about your licensed Zig life life coach? Now that's really the main part of what you do other than Catholic wife and mother, right? Mm -hmm. And tell us first of all, like, how did that come about in your life? When did you decide to become the Ziegler life coach?
2: Yeah. So, um, you know, touching on what I shared earlier, I got to a point in my life where um, I knew there was more um, that I could give. Uh, but I needed some guidance and I knew um, the current schedule I had worked out and even the, some of the choices I was making in my everyday habits um, were not uh, intentional and were not really um, the best use of my time. And, and so in my search for ways to um, give myself some personal time, but also just the best person I could be for my family and for my clients. Um, I delved into coaching, and I, you know, I was a coachee myself. And then, um, as I worked through that, I realized how important it is, and I think how important, especially for for Catholic women, to be able to have a person, a resource, a guide that they can go to um, to work through um, all these pieces in our lives. You know, we. We want to be in the best, you know, mental, spiritual, and physical shape we can be in. And all of that affects our, our family and our financial and our personal and our career choices. And it can sound really overwhelming, but what I love about um, Ziegler coaching is it's really just about taking one simple choice at a time and building, you know, from there. And, and it's really impactful and, and simple and repeatable and reliable to, to build your life this way. And um, I think that's really important because I think especially for women, we, we tend to put pressure on ourselves to do all the things and be all the things and hustle here and hustle there. And that mentality did not align uh, with my life. And, and I wanted to find a different way. And I did. Um, and so that was, that was huge. It really came out of my needs and my wants, and then realizing that other women could benefit from this as well.
1: Yeah. And I, I really love how you've sort of made that sort of target market area of you say Catholic women, and that's a beautiful thing. Now, if someone's listening to this thing, Oh boy, I'm really interested, but I'm not per se a Catholic mother or Catholic no. wife. Um, maybe there are a different, a, a different faith in the Christian faith, or maybe yeah. And uh, it, it, maybe there's a gentleman listening that's yeah. thinking, wow, that sounds really interesting. Um, so would, would you recommend someone else or could you take on other clients other than the Catholic uh, wife or mother?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the principles that um, I, I coach on are really for anyone. Um, and part of, part of someone who is listening, who may be thinking about a coach, um, most coaches that you talk to will offer a complimentary session. Uh, I call mine a strategy session, you know, we're trying to figure out the next right course for you. And during that session, you're going to know if we're the right fit for each other. Um, And if we're not, that's okay. I still help people navigate to where they want to go. And if we are the right fit, we talk about all that. So um, it's really just my personal feeling in terms of, you know, my target market. But like I said, these principles apply to anybody.
1: Mm, Beautiful,
2: beautiful. I want to mention your website right now because somebody's
1: listening. And thinking, Boy, I really want to check that out. Isn't it Lizmontignycoaching.com? dot Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. Uh, so tell us now um, a little more about this. So somebody calls or somebody emails you and says, I want this session. Yeah. So what can you take us through those steps of like what they can expect? Because I'm, I'm sure that somebody's listening that's, that's interested in learning more.
2: Yes, absolutely. So that's right. You would just go to my website. Um, there's a button right there, client application. You fill that out, um, I make sure you get uh, a link directly to my calendar, uh, and then you can pick the time that works best for you. Uh, and we do this initial uh, consultation, if you will, over the phone, um, and we just talk about where you are now and where you wanna go, and you know what's the gap to get there. And And I love those sessions because even in that short amount of time, um, like I said, we can get a sense if we're the right fit for each other, but um, you know, sometimes people have break breakthroughs in, in just that call, um, which is really exciting for me and for them. And then if it's the right fit, you know, we talk about all that, um, you know, what the what the coaching program entails and and all that good stuff. But it's really like no risk, you know, it's it's time, it's a full hour for you to talk about anything you need to. So. You know, no commitment. You don't have to feel like you're locked into something just because you're on my calendar.
1: Well, I can attest to that because you did that with me, and I loved it. I learned so much, so I just recommend that to everybody. It's a free strategy session, right? And and Mm -hmm. you'll get to know Liz. She gets to know you, and you can talk about what direction you know. And even if you decide you do this session, you say, you know what, I can't do it right at this exact time in my life. You might want to. Do it later, you might want to do it and then tell a friend about it. Yeah. You know, it's also that giving season, isn't it? I mean, uh, can this be something that a person can give to someone as a a Christmas or holiday gift? Tell us about that.
2: Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, I certainly encourage my. Uh, my current and past clients to do that, you know, for their friends, but absolutely you could do that. Um, You know, you could simply just send that, send that person, my link say, Hey, I heard, I heard Liz on the podcast. I know you're going through some stuff. Um, I know you have big dreams and maybe she can help you get there. And yeah, what an awesome gift that would be. Good idea. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I agree. I agree. It is that giving season, isn't it? I know that giving, giving Tuesday, cause we're taping yes. this actually end of November before Thanksgiving, yes. uh, giving Tuesday is coming up for that November 30th for nonprofits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to throw that out there also for patchwork heart ministry where, um, you know, where I am a hot podcast host and Bill Snyder is the founder mm-hmm. uh, do consider patchworkheart.org for the, the giving Tuesday as well. And even if it's after Giving Tuesday, right? It's like a whole month thing, I think. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, de- December is like giving month. So it doesn't have to be November 30th. It can be any time in December because I believe this one airs anyway in December. Uh, so sorry that I brought that up before the giving to te- or <laughs> after the fact, right? But it doesn't really matter all that much because you can right. always uh, check it out. Um, and talk about creative evangelization. You mentioned that in your bio. I mean, I love to evangelize too. I happen to yeah. work for, a nonprofit. And I thank you that you actually interviewed me for the St. Raymond Onatus Foundation and my work as even a podcast cast host. Yeah.
2: So, um, so talk about that. What does that mean to you? Yeah, thank you. Um, so I love, I, I have a theater background. And so I love um, the arts. And I think Um, There are so many ways that we can evangelize through the arts, you know, whether it's performing or visual. And um, over the years, I have built um, this little, I don't know, I guess I could call it a production company for myself, where I've written some plays based on the Mysteries of the Rosary. And um, they are one-woman shows. And so I will go to... Uh, churches or organizations and present these plays. And it's just another way to bring people closer um, to Jesus in kind of a gentle way, right? Because when you see a play or a movie or you go to a museum and and view paintings, I mean, there's a lot that's going on interiorly that people don't know about. And that's kind of working on your soul. And I think, um, you know, evangelizing through the arts is kind of a gentle way to to spread the word. Right. So, um, it's something I have a lot of fun with. And, and of course it's a passion of mine. So, and I'm just fortunate to be able to do that when I can on my own schedule, you know, and I could just build around what, what I'm already doing with my, my family and my work. So.
1: Well, I could see that you are a creative person. Just, I know we've had this conversation before because, um, uh, now I don't have the theater background, but I mean, one of the things I do on a part-time, very part-time basis is a little bit of uh, acting, like commercial acting for Philadelphia area, you know, mm-hmm. print ads and commercials and things like that. Uh, doesn't require that much acting, but it's, it's a little bit of an income to bring into the family once in a blue moon when I get mm-hmm. a, uh, an email or a call with that invitation to be a part of a project or something. Uh, so I know you understand that too, being that you are a creative personality. Are there any other ways that, because you do have that creative spark that, that you exercise that in your life, whether it be with the, with your boys or in some other way, like house decorating. I just wondered.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm actually trying to do a lot of different things in my own parish. Um, recently I led a book club, um, coming up, uh, we're planning, you know, uh, a lot of different feast day events. So, you know, just kind of that stuff that, that just helps um, help us all be in community um, in a fun way, but also, you know, just celebrating our faith and all the beautiful things about it.
1: Yeah, that's right. It's good to hear that when you can take that creativity and you can bring it to your parish, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a great way for us to be a part of mission, isn't it? I mean, when you take your gifts and say, uh, how can I make a difference with my, my talents and my gifts right? Uh, for whatever those gifts are, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I just commend you on that and, and on your family. Uh, is there anything else that you want to share with like some upcoming news or events that are happening in end of 2021 or, or early 2022 and beyond? Cause I'm sure that our audience would love
2: to know. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. So definitely go to my site, Liz coaching.com. Um, there's an option there to sign up for my newsletter. Um, You will just get weekly inspiration uh, into your inbox from me, no spam. And then that's how I share my free workshops. I offer a free monthly workshop. Um, It's usually at the beginning of the month. So I do have one coming up. Uh, I think I selected Tuesday, December 7th. And we're going to talk about working through... um, all this, you know, your to-do list is too long and you're getting burnt out, you know, especially this time of year at the end of the year and with Advent and Christmas, things can kind of feel like I got a lot to do. How can I work through this? So we're actually going to have a workshop um, time on that as opposed to like a webinar and me just talking to you. So um, I always send um, resources and the replay with those workshops. So, Definitely go to my site, Coaching.com, sign up for it. And that way you'll always know what's coming up.
1: Yeah, I get your emails all the time and I love it. I just right. love to, to get that reminder from you and, and uh, staying in touch. I, I, I think that what you're doing is really and truly awesome. And, uh, and I, I'm a little sad that Bill Snyder, my, my <laughs> co-host wasn't able to join us, but that doesn't mean that when you come back next time around, which I'm sure that we can do in the future because Sewing Hope is already up to like over 170 episodes. We are really
2: oh, wow. strong we in that have... way. Yeah, we're growing, yeah. we're
1: growing a lot. So mm-hmm. um, so it's a real blessing. But yeah, I'm sure that you'll come back again. Thank and
2: um, so did you have any final words before we end? Oh, just thank you so much, Anne. I love this. I love this time together. And yeah, Sewing Hope, what, what a beautiful title. That's, that's what we need to do in the world, right? That is what we need to do in the
1: world. So Liz Montigny, thank you so much. Again, LizMontignyCoaching.com. Make sure you sign up for that newsletter and, and stay in touch with her. And so for Bill Snyder and myself, where we sow hope into broken hearts with every podcast, we will see you all next time. God bless.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Sewing Hope on Patchwork Heart Radio. For more information about this podcast and our ministries, Visit our websites, patchworkheart.org and andesantis.com. You can also follow and interact with us on Twitter at PWH Ministry or Andesantis2.